Digital platforms contend with lower demand from advertisers and higher demand from users. It's Monday, March 30th, 2020. That's what's coming up along the week's news quick hits on episode 400 of Brave Ad World. New consumers, new media, new strategies. This is Brave Ad World. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 400 of Brave Ad World, the official podcast of BraveAdWorld.com, which combines actual insights with some of the latest headlines in social media and digital marketing news. Every week or close to it, I take the top stories, provide a recap, and then share insights as to what those stories might mean to us as marketers. My name is Taylor Wickert, and here we are, 400 episodes into this this thing that I do every week. So it's good to have you with me. I'm glad you've been on this journey. Uh, I've, I've learned a lot just by following along what's going on, articulating some thoughts, and hopefully you've learned a lot too. So it's episode 400. I'm going to do what I always do and talk about the stories that happened this week. So Obviously, there hasn't been a whole lot of news in this area because there's been a lot of news in other areas. But this week, I did want to talk about the digital platforms and how they're contending with lower demand from advertisers and higher demand from users. So despite record traffic, social platforms, they are definitely feeling the pinch of the coronavirus, much like every other business, much like every other person. Twitter has told investors that they should ignore revenue and income guidance that it gave last quarter, even in the face of a, quote, meaningful increase in people using Twitter, unquote. It's actually seen a 23% increase in daily users in Q1 of 2020 over Q1 of 2019. Facebook, they're in a similar situation with messaging on their platform up 50% and video calling doubling in some markets. So usage is up, but much of that usage for Facebook is among products Facebook doesn't fully monetize or even monetize at all. In fact, even Facebook is struggling to maintain stability in the face of massive increases in usage, according to a Facebook blog post. I'm not going to feel too sorry for them, but they said that their, uh, Mark Zuckerberg even said, we're just trying to keep the lights on over here. So Facebook, they're doing some things. They're reducing bit rates for some videos in certain regions across its platform. YouTube, Disney+, Netflix, and even PlayStation, they've announced similar efforts to reduce streaming quality. And for PlayStation, they've reduced the speed of downloads in some regions to alleviate the strain on broadband. YouTube, they're playing videos in standard definition by default while giving users the ability to upgrade to high definition manually if they so choose. Digital services and platforms, they're in a really interesting and conflicting situation, demand and usage being way up. But at the same time, at same time, advertisers are pulling back and users are gravitating toward private messaging more, more than normal. So it's not a big surprise that ad revenue for these platforms is declining in the face of the current crisis. There is hope, though, the, the economic situation, it is expected to see improvements in Q3 and Q4 of this year, at least according to eMarketer. And, and that may come with more ad spending. What is probably most interesting, though, is whether or not user behavior shift permanently to more private, less monetized interactions on these platforms, particularly for Facebook. What does a post-coronavirus crisis 
mean for Facebook if users just get more used to doing private messaging and video chat, and that's what Facebook becomes versus what it has been to date. All right, that's it for the week's main stories. It was just one. Now I'm going to dive into the, into some news quick hits where I'm going to hit other stories that happened this week at a high level that I didn't discuss earlier. New court papers connected to a Facebook lawsuit by marketers over Facebook's artificially inflated potential reach metric allege that, quote, Facebook personnel knew for years that the potential reach metric that it provides to Facebook advertisers on its advertisement purchasing interface was inflated and misleading, unquote. The lawsuit, it's been underway since August of 2018. It alleges that Facebook used artificial numbers to justify higher ad costs and encourage ad placements. This new development alleges that Facebook employees actually knew of the metric and knew that it was inflated as early as September 2015, but didn't take action to correct it. Reddit, they launched a new type of post, polls. Polls, they work just like you might expect. They let users vote on answers to questions shared by Redditors. Polls can open up for a week, but they can be scheduled to end earlier. Instagram launched a new co-watching feature that lets users browse posts while video chatting. The feature is activated by opening a video chat in Instagram direct messaging and then tapping the photo icon in the bottom left. Then you can browse Instagram together. Social distancing on social. It is incredibly meta. And lastly, Pinterest has launched a new verified merchants verified merchant program. The program puts a blue check mark next to profiles of manually reviewed businesses with high quality customer service. All right. That's it for episode 400 of Brave Ad World. Before I let you go, I do want to hear from you. Send questions, send comments. Let me know what you like. Let me know what you don't like to braveadworld at gmail.com. And if you get a chance, rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts or your platform of choice. It helps me know what you think and it helps others find the podcast. I can be found on Twitter at T Wigert. That's T-W-I-E-G-E-R-T. Thank you so much for listening. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. And I'll see you again next week. Thanks for listening. For more, check out braveadworld.com.